Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. How's it going? Good. We have a lot of new listeners lately, so welcome, oh, everybody. Oh, so welcome. Yeah. We, um, what to do? What to do, barbecue? Yeah. I have to ask you a question, and then hopefully people will chime in here. Due to the severity of lack of time and then getting sick, I still have not sent out my Christmas cards. Is it too late? Yeah. It's too late? Yeah. Can I put like a stamp on it? This is like 
due to COVID or something? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember I ordered two sets because a picture was wrong. Uh-huh. And so Sean is... It just wasn't meant to be. Was it not? It wasn't. Oh. You can still just take one of those cards and file it away like I keep a little thing of all of my Christmas yeah. cards from years past. That's all you really care about anyways. But no one wants your fucking Christmas card now. Okay, so then maybe I send it with next year's and I say you get two since I failed. It's to a send. two for a bonus. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that next year. Also, I wanted to tell you, speaking of COVID, I read this little story today on the Daily Mail, my favorite news site, that it, this gentleman got a micro penis from COVID, like his yeah. pee shrunk. Did you read that? Or that I, happened to your husband? <laughs> uh, no, that did not happen to my husband, uh, for the record. Um, no, but I have, yes, news stories have come across my radar that this, this is a thing. Uh-huh. So... That's unfortunate, but I think, I think that maybe he's making it up. I know. I was thinking how I told Sean that this morning. I was like, (gasps) although there's multiple cases of people that say that. And from what I understand, the cure, part of why it happens that there could be a lessening of the penile is because it's not being used enough because you're just sick. So Uh, I think, you know, there's an easy way to take care of that. You think it shrinks if you don't use it? That's what they say. Wow. Okay. Listener discretion. I mean, it really is like if you don't use it, you You lose it. lose it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that happens to women also, by the way. COVID is such an asshole. I mean, I wish that COVID, I mean, why does that have to shrink? Why why can't my like muffin top shrink? Totally. Why can't my <laughs> like shrink a little? Shit. Yeah. BS. Yeah. And then it affects it affects the woman again. 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 Yeah. So balls to the wall. It is balls to the wall. Okay. Speaking of little woman, I um took my little woman, the Ruby child, to uh softball practice, her first one yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I had to go and buy all the stuff at one of them sporting goods stores, which is called Dick's, which I just think is funny, right? <laughs> like, well, since you just told somebody to eat a bag of them on our Patreon, yes, it is funny. True. Okay. That is just funny. Okay. So anywho, so I bought all this stuff and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy it. I bought all the wrong stuff. I don't know anything about the sport. So I bought the helmet and I went up to the coach, like got there early and was like, hey, coach, I bought this helmet and it says one size fits all, but it looks real big on her. Do I need to get her another one? Because they don't come cheap. Okay. Yeah, they don't. And uh, she was like, "Uh uh-huh, this one fits. See this knob on the back? You just tighten it. (laughs) And I was like, mind blown. Yeah, I was like, oh, that makes sense. I am an idiot. Sorry about that. They have those no, on I'm bike not, I'm not, I'm too. not very sporty. <laughs> yeah, I just don't deal with any of that. That's what that, that, you know, that's what the husband's for. Yeah. 
That is what the husband's for. Anyhow, also to my surprise, the child, I was really worried because I am so unathletic that it was going to be like a traumatic experience for my child. And I'll be damned if she didn't hit the ball. I'm so proud of her. She did. She did it. There's, There's hope. And how are the coaches? Super nice. Super nice. Well, not good for the podcast at all. I feel like there's oh, going to be no drama there. Gosh, they were I know. great. Yeah, well, super nice. Let me tell you about this coach that we played football against this weekend on the other team. Thankfully, he shows up in a orange suit, like pantsuit, bright orange. A pantsuit. With an orange crush t-shirt, because that's the name of their team, which maybe I shouldn't note that, but that's the name of their team. Okay. And the flip-flops to the game, okay? So if that is not enough of like like a spectacle, Mm -hmm. um, it almost is like, are you trying to like overshadow your kids or what? Right? Like, Yeah. And then he has a WWE belt for anybody that intercepts the ball that he runs out onto the field and gives the kid the like, you know, the like belt that wrestlers Yeah, I know the belt. Yeah. That's stupid. So I will tell you, it's been the talk of the town and people know likey. Yeah, that's part of why I don't like sports. Because people why, are kind why of you got to be making people feel bad? Yeah. Why you got to be so I mean, I am just hoping that now that we're playing sports again, that it's not going to be like I remember one time my kids were playing soccer and we got like annihilated and the parents on the other team were like, yeah. And it was like, this is why you got to be like that. That's the, that's how this was. Our kids got annihilated and it's like. Okay, like maybe just tone it down. You don't need to tone it down. Yeah, clap. Good job. That's it. By the fifth time the belt came out, by the way, I was like, okay, maybe like, maybe don't bring the belt out the fifth time. I would have puked. Well, I think a lot of people almost puked, (laughs) to be honest with you. That's insufferable. (laughs) That's just too damn much. It was, it was a lot. I'll tell you what was impressive about these coaches is they're married. I don't know that I could successfully coach a team with my husband. I did. I did soccer with my husband. It's fine. Yeah, you guys are better people than us. <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> you might be right. I think I'm too, I maybe I'm too bossy or sensitive or something. Or all of the above. Yeah, all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> well, I have got a story for you today that might oh, can't um, wait to hear it. make you a little hot. Hot and heavy. Ooh. do tell all right Gretchen this week is for the ladies ladies. I am going to be talking about Chippendales and I'm not talking about those Disney characters hey there's a lot of men who like men too so it's for all of us that appreciate men oh by the way 100% it is okay yes yeah, in fact, I feel like more men are into the Chippendales than the ladies. Let's really. Uh, I think you're. I think you're a freak. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. And I think if uh, you did all the research on this case, you would not think so either. Ladies like it. Men like we, it too. 
But in Ladies the 70s, like in the 70s, they didn't actually let men in the club. So oh, they do know. And I'll talk about that. So okay. I am talking about those down and dirty men of the night that take it off for your personal pleasure. And you are probably wondering what nude male dancers have to do with true crime. I'm sure. Um, but there is a dark side. No, I wasn't. Didn't even occur to me. <laughs> you were just like, yeah, let's talk about Chippendales. <laughs> let's talk about them taking off their clothes. Yeah. There is a dark side behind this Chippendales. And it started way back in the 70s. In the late 70s, Los Angeles was full of clubs, much like today. Funny how things don't really change. There were successful clubs and clubs on their last limbs. And there was this particular poker club that was pretty much failing. However, poker in the front, liquor in the back. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's what they say. That's what who says. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I saw I read a sign that said that it's a fine establishment it's not liquor in the front poker in the back <laughs> well I think that works too I think it does mm-hmm. I think these guys were doing that also yeah. but Probably anyhow flavor. so there's this guy named Steve Bangery mm-hmm. and he decided to buy this club and change it around so he changed its name to Destiny 2. And he, he changed hoped... the club's name to Destiny 2. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. The club, not his own name. Mm-hmm. That's my husband's truck name. Destiny 2? Just Destiny. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. He, mu- he must really love his truck. He does. <laughs> and he wanted, this guy, Steve, he wanted the American dream. Steve had recently come from India to America and... He worked at a gas station, but his dad had always told him back in India that the way that you make money, Steve, is that you own your own business. It's not bad advice. It's good advice. Uh, So Steve saved up all his money from working at the mobile and he bought himself a club. He said at one point he'd talked to his dad about being a doctor and his dad said why be a doctor when you can own all the hospitals the doctors work for so these forward thinking yeah so i like it right yeah okay good philosophy in terms of money making and that is exactly what steve set out to do okay however destiny 2 was not the hot club to go to it was barely scraping by well, it's not a great name. I kind of think, well... Destiny 2? Destiny 2, well, I know. I was like, where's Destiny 1? I don't really know. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like in Roman numerals, too. Oh, yeah. So in 1979, it was just about bankrupt until this guy named Paul Snyder walked in. Paul was Canadian, smooth-talking, dating a playmate at the time, named Dorothy Stratton. I know him. I know you know him. (laughs) Paul sits down with Steve and says, listen, I work with a lot of women. Supposedly, he was some sort of like self-proclaimed pimp. True. 
And he says, and what if you turn this club into a women's only club and you get some men to dance around for these women? At this point, Steve had nothing to lose. So he turned his joint into what we now know as Chippendales. The name actually came from some old type of furniture that the club had already had in it. And so that's what he named it. Dorothy had the idea that the guys should wear cuffs and bow ties similar to the Playboy bunnies. And her and Paul scoured the gyms for buff men who would not mind taking off their clothes for a little coin at night. Yeah. And let me tell you, Gretchen, it was wildly successful. So, no, it's not just for men looking at men. These women flocked to the club for a little fun. Women from all ages came. Grandmas, 90-year-old grandmas, great-grandmas to freshly 21. It didn't matter. And the men made every single one of these women feel right at home. And the women started taking it off themselves in the club. No way. Yes, they did. I don't want them feeling anything. It got wild. And the guys that were dancing for the women, they didn't mind either. And sometimes it got a little raunchy. And it got so raunchy that they got in trouble real quickly. Oh, yeah. Because it's not legal to get like all nude in front of nude and have alcohol in a club. That's just gross. (laughs) No, <laughs> I don't really know if I want balls shaking in my face. Okay, I no, mean, no. Like, at least I don't a little something. Right. I mean, you're the expert, right? Well, so, I've been, I've been yeah, a few times okay. to these. Kind so of they clubs. wear? Are they wearing like a g-string or is it like full butt coverage? It's not full butt coverage. They are wearing a g-string, and. They don't start off with the G-string. You know, they come out in, in like a police officer uniform or whatever. And and then they they slowly strip it off. Well, I'll tell you this last weekend I was at the pool and some gentlemen who were nicely built were wearing some of the Speedos. And it did nothing for me. I thought to myself, wow, are we in Europe? Have I been transported? You know, they must be. They must have been European. I'm thinking, or swimmers. Yeah, I think they were. And like, you know, I. I mean, I'm not. I don't mind. I'm not here to speedo shame. I'm just saying, when you take when they take it off more than the shorts, it does nothing for me. I don't want to see anything tight around your junk. I don't mind it. I think yeah, it's fine. Like I said, you're a freak. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so. Basically, they got in a little trouble and they said it's illegal to do this. And so they were fined and they had to put some rules in place. So they said it's okay to look, but don't touch. And that is still touted today, Gretchen. So if you go, they they tell you the rules. They say all the looky, no the touchy. I saw you sitting on one's lap. So that's rule is not a The guys can touch ish. But you the... were sitting on his lap. I've seen the picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
<laughs> that was a that was a photo op. You're right. I should find that picture. Uh, but I think it's in storage. But yes, you're right. I gotta have that somewhere. Anyways, maybe they only let certain. Well, Gretchen, certain disco biscuits sit on their laps. Is that what you're telling me? Another reason why I am not down because I would I would be like the fatty that they're like, no, I don't think so. We got a weight limit. Oh, my God. You're so (laughs) stupid. I do think that rules are always meant to be broken. And those rules still did broken in the 70s. So, yes. I think they had, you have to say it. You just don't have to always do it. You know, you don't get caught, whatever. Right. So Chippendales did break that rule and they broke a lot of rules. Um, The place was constantly getting fined for overcrowding. But Steve Banerjee, he could give a flying F. He was riding this high and paying all the fines as they came because money was good. And it didn't really matter. Yeah. Shortly after the club's success, Steve was approached by a New York guy that had a successful children's cartoon. This guy had big ideas for Chippendales, which is kind of weird because you're like a cartoon guy. Well, I mean, are we going to talk about the fact that like, why is it called Chippendale like the Chippendale cartoon? I just told you it was like there's a old antique furniture designer. Yeah, I'm I'm familiar with the antique furniture, but it just seems all too But it's not Chip and Dale. It's Chippendales. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. The more you know. Now you know. It's, you know, C-H-I-P-P-E-N-D-A-L-S. Okay. But who knows? Maybe that's why this cartoon guy was like, I know a Chippendales. Um, But no, he had these ideas and he wanted to take this show to New York. That's where he was from. His name was Nick DeNoia. And Steve kind of liked him. He was like, you know what? He's got big ideas. He's from New York. He can probably do this for me. And they started working together. And this is when Steve basically pushes Paul Snyder out of the picture. You know, Paul's the guy that's dating the Dorothy Stratton. Yeah. And just a quick note more about Paul. He had a short high with this high life and this playboy wife and the success in the club. But Paul's life after that started to spiral. And Gretchen is going to talk about the spiral of Paul and Dorothy on our bonus episode this week on Thursday on Patreon. So if you there guys want to know. There's a lot to it. What? There's a lot. To, there's a lot to it. It's crazier than what I, I thought. Yeah. So I'll tell you all about it. Join Patreon. Join Patreon because she's going to talk about Dorothy and Paul. And so I don't want to talk about it much. But um, Dorothy started hitting it big and Paul did not. And so his jealousy got the best of him and he took poor Dorothy down with him. So. Gretchen's going to go beyond that Thursday on patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. But back to the club. Steve's getting real excited about this new partner, Nick, and Nick and Nick and Steve signed a deal literally on a napkin that if Nick opened a club in New York, he could have 50 percent 
of all the business's touring rights forever. Nick's dream was to take the show on the road. And Steve was like, sure, whatever. Never anticipated that the road show could actually bring in a ton of money. And he gave 50% of all that money to Nick. Now, now we're in the 80s. And okay. Chippendales is everywhere. They are capitalizing on everything they could. Do you remember the calendars, Gretchen? I do. Yes. And if you were a calendar guy, I think you were the bee's knees in the Chippendales world. Yeah. Nick was taking the show from a male strip show to a highly choreographed entertainment giant. Each guy had a place, a purpose, and a routine, which before Nick came in, it was like the guys would just literally be like from the gym and just shaking their butts. Like it was not, it wasn't the crazy show that it is today, you know? Okay, I do know it's a little entertaining because on the Jersey Shore, Vinny joined the Chippendales. No way. And I, watched, I watched that episode. Yeah, he was like special guest and they showed some of it. And it, yeah, okay. It was. It's produced. Moved the, it moved the needle a little bit. <laughs> well, what the funny thing is, is that they tried to meet everybody's needle. And I mean, like every woman's fantasy. So like I said, there was like a police officer or Zorro and, you know, whatever your fancy was, hopefully that guy came out and fulfilled it. There has to be a funny one. <laughs> I think there that was. Doesn't go, that doesn't go to the gym. There was not. <laughs> not uh, that one. Yeah. See, don't work for me. <laughs> no curly haired, beer bellied men. Uh, nope. No. Nick, what, from what all the guys say is Nick was pretty fanatic about the routines and how the guys acted. And he was pretty type A. Which I'm sure helped the success of the business, but it did rub some people the wrong way. Nick was, you know, alpha. And he also liked to be center of attention. And he loved that people thought that he actually started Chippendales. He started showing up on all the talk shows, on the Maury Polvich. I mean, he was soaking up the success while Steve sat by the wayside, which actually seemed to work for the duo at first. Steve had a stutter and Steve was like, yeah, take it, you know, as long as money's coming in. Yeah. And he wasn't as charismatic as Nick was. So it just worked. Steve relished in the success. But I think that sometimes and I've seen it myself that success turns into money and money turns into greed. And while the partnership seemed to be working well, Steve started to resent the fact that Nick was making half of the money on the road, on those road shows. Yeah. Steve also started to get real angry with other clubs that tried to copycat his gig, which there were some, you know, which I can, dude, I, I could see that. Like, Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. 
Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Look at their success. Maybe we can get a little fraction of it, you know? Yes. He thought he should be the only one to have a woman-only club with male dancers. And ironically, those clubs that tried to do the Chippendales knockoffs, they kept getting burned to the ground. Oh, Kind of like, kind of like the tattoo shops in Ventura. In Ventura. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. It's weird when that happens. Yeah. So thankfully, Chippendales had extra security, so they were safe. But the other ones, they just couldn't last. Steve had an interesting way of running things. Um, he just kind of beat to his own drum. He kept getting caught up in those lawsuits because he doesn't think rules apply to him. For instance, Steve allowed only women to come to his shows, which was against the law in the 80s. Okay? Okay. However, I don't think that people really had a problem with that. What people had a problem with was after the show, men were allowed to come in and mingle at the bar, which I think, it's pretty smart for these guys that did that because if you go to the club right after a bunch like of horny women see a bunch of dudes yeah pretty sure you're gonna go home with one of them oh really well i mean i don't know probably not but maybe okay i bet you some of those guys got real lucky why would you like show up after like 11 o'clock show at chippendale's oh no it's it's just like a woman going to you know buy a $23 glass of wine at Mastro's. 
you're you're looking. You're looking for something. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Those women yeah. that sit at the bar at Mastro's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the problem was with this whole scenario was that Steve did not allow black guys in the club. And yeah, that's bad. Yeah. And finally, a man that worked for a judge knew this and took it to the judge. He dressed up real nice one night and waited to get in. And his white friends got in. And they got in no problem. But he was not allowed in. So this guy sued. And he won, thankfully. Because I cannot even imagine in the 80s this happening in Los Angeles, like the melting pot of the world. Yeah. That like was that blew my mind when I heard that. Yeah, that's crazy. But I think it's because what people say is that Steve had this idea of what a perfect guy was. And even Steve himself was not that guy. So, you know, he hid in the I don't know. He was he's a weird dude. Yeah. But he got in trouble for it and he got sued and he had to pay out some big money. So thankfully that, you know, got corrected. We're going to break real fast to hear from our sponsors. Hey, guys, we want to tell you about Green Chef. It is a meal delivery service that makes your life so easy and it is delicious. Yes, it is really a game changer for me because I want to stay on track. Of course, I'm back on the diet. It's that time of year. Here we go. January. So predictable. But I really don't even have to think about it when I have these healthy meals delivered to me. No. And so I usually do the keto meal, but I give myself a little carb. So I'm doing the Mediterranean one right now. And it's Mediterranean. And I chose the gluten-free option. And it's, I mean, it's made my eating experience during the weekdays very enjoyable well you know that's so funny because i'm doing the keto one right now and i just had the cheesy dijon pork chops and it was so good melt in your mouth amazingness so i recommend guys and you know what is also great about green chef they are a sustainable company And they pre-portion all of their ingredients so you don't have to, you know, look and chop and all that stuff. They do it for you. No, it's great. I just open the brown bag and then open the little packages inside and throw them all in that big brown bag and then throw it all in the recycle bit at the end. Done. No mess. Easy peasy. Yeah. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. So you guys, we have a very, very special offer. You got to go to greenchef.com slash clink130 and you are going to get $130 off plus free shipping, which is incredible. So go to greenchef.com slash clink130. Use the code clink130 and get $130 off plus free shipping. Now, we have two clubs, New York and Los Angeles, and we have these tours for the guys at Chippendales, which the tours now are run 100% by Nick DeNoya. 
Turns out Nick and Steve really didn't see eye to eye and they weren't the best business partners. They had a pretty tumultuous relationship. I think when Steve started getting real greedy with the money and just getting lawsuit after lawsuit, like something just kind of snapped in Steve and he wasn't he wasn't into Nick being being the Chippendales guy that Nick was being. Okay. So he split ties with Nick. But based on that napkin deal that I told you about, Nick was like, you gave me 50% in this business and that's what it is. So I'll take all the touring and I'll give you 50% of what I make. So he starts touring under a different business name called, called Chippendales Universal. Okay. This pretty much chaps Steve's hide because he never realized, like I said earlier, that it would make as much money as it did. And he felt like he should have been getting 100% of the money, which I don't think so. I think this is how businesses work all the time. I think that lots of people give 50% of their business away and Nick's doing all the work for it. So what the... What the F, Steve? Yeah, I can understand him, his ass being chapped if he's like, we started this together and now I'm doing all the work and you're still making 50%. I am very familiar with that situation, actually. And it's bullshit. But um, but this is not. But this is not that. Yeah, this is not that. And it's like, you can't begrudge that. Actually, you should be happy for someone that has similar interests in you showing off the men with the nice bodies and the cufflinks and that they're being profitable, you should say, you know, thanks. Muzzle. Yes. And it's all promoting your business. Like, you know, like really it's like cross promotion. Listen, they were making millions of dollars a year. Yeah. Then cry me a river. Yeah. So Nick's got 50% of the business. Steve's got 50% of the business. And that is until April 1987, when Nick was sitting in his office in the middle of the day in New York, and a stranger walks into his office on the 15th floor and shoots Nick point blank in the head and walks right out. Nick DeNoia was murdered in the middle of the day, in the middle of his office, and nobody knows who did it. But there was some speculation that Steve was behind the murder. Yeah. But nothing came of it. Steve really? was in, Steve was in LA at the time and who knows, Nick could have pissed some other New Yorker off. They couldn't prove it and so the case went cold. Steve ended up buying off Nick's shares of the business to retain it in full. And thankfully he did because in 1988, the Los Angeles club was closed down by the fire marshal and they lost their liquor license. Los Angeles was pretty much fed up with the overcrowding and numerous violations of this club. And so they closed Steve down. Oh. Which is crazy, right? But I guess they're like, they had, um, they were supposed to have like 250 people in the, in their facility. You know, that was like the number. And they were put packing like 600 women in there a night. Oh my gosh. Oh, that sounds so germy and terrible. What? That sounds so germy and terrible. (laughs) Right now. You're like, 
<laughs> Nobody was six feet apart, much less six <laughs> inches apart. No. Okay. Aye, so aye, aye. Now, by the early 90s, Chippendales was not the only Dirty Mail dancing show. And some Chippendales alumni actually set out to bring a new kind of show to the European women. This show was called Adonis. Well, Adonis was a direct competitor and a good one. It was produced by an old chip and run by another old chip. So, you know, I'm sure it was pretty good. Yeah. One day in the middle of the show, the FBI gets a tip. The two top dogs at Adonis, those two that were running, running the joint, they were about to get offed. Someone wanted them dead. And they were going to poison them with cyanide, like a syringe, like shoot it in their ass real quick. Oh. Turns out someone hired a man to fly to the UK to dose these guys with a syringe to kill. And as the killer gets off the plane in England, he gets cold feet, turns his ass around and heads for the only known FBI office that he knows of in the heart of Las Vegas. So... Based on this discovery show called The Curse of Chippendales, this guy, his name is Strawberry. That's all they call him. Strawberry says he was hired by another guy named Ray Cologne to kill these guys. Ray was his bar buddy. Him and Strawberry hung out all the time at the bar. And once he found out he was a hitman, he scared Strawberry into just going along with his plan. And Strawberry you know, was like, okay, 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 until he can contact the FBI, which he did. So now who the heck is Ray Cologne? Well, turns out Ray was a little friend of Steve Banerjee. Not best friend. Listen, that sounds like a made-up name. Ray Cologne? Having the last name Cologne is like a male stripper name. No, it is. But okay, so it's it's they pronounce it cologne, but it's spelt colon. It should be like uh Trey Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> Trey like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly there's a little asterisk. I mean, I tried to find the guy. There are some other guys named Ray Cologne out there that have the same spelling. Um I couldn't find him. I think he's interesting, though, that it could be colon or cologne, because if it's colon, I mean, it goes from sexy to making you think of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, (laughs) it's like not sexy at all. Least sexy last name ever. You know, we had a friend with the last name like it's like something like agate and they wanted to be called Ajay. You know, those people. Yeah, I know those kind of people. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's like when people call Target Target. Like fancy. No, no, because we call it Target because we are it's a joke. We're acknowledging that it's not a fancy place. When you legit try to call your last na- make your last name fancy, you're stupid. I think Ray Cologne sounds way better than Ray Colon. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's the exception. That's the one name I'll let you fancy up because no one wants to have shit as their last name. No. My aunt's last name is Duty. Oh, no. It's not good. No, it's not. That's like very, there's so many things you could say about that last name. Yeah. Okay. So Ray is friends with Steve. 
but not best friends with Steve because guess what Ray decides to do? What? He thinks it's in his best interest to spill the tea to the FBI. Well, yeah. Which I agree, Ray. Yeah, I, I do too. Ray was hired by Steve to kill these two guys at the strip club for leaving Chippendales and starting their own. Steve was quite the jealous type. Very which, jelly belly. Yeah. Ray also mentions that he may have started a couple fires along the way at some clubs in L.A. also that were hosting some male dancers for Steve. And then he also said that he was hired to kill a guy named Nick Denoya in New York in 1987. Well, this is huge news. And the FBI wants to take Steve down. Steve's a pretty bad guy. Yeah. And so the FBI partners with Ray to go undercover to get Steve to admit on a recording device that he took part in hiring, killing, and plotting to kill these guys. Good plan. The only problem is is that Ray and Steve are not like phone call, chatting, texting buddies, if you know what I mean. Not that there was texting at that time. But, you know, like, if you don't hear from the guy for months on end and then he calls you, I don't think you're giving up. You're going to be a little sus. Yeah, you're going to be sus. And so Steve was. He basically calls him and is like, hey, buddy, I need some money for an attorney. I'm getting, I got myself arrested and... Tries to get him to say stuff, but Steve's like, sure, I'll give you some money for an attorney. But there's no, like, he doesn't say he knows anything. He just drops the money off to Ray and does not take the bait. Okay. So they have to devise another plot. By the way, this shit is what I love. Like, I wish I was an FBI agent so I could I could set up these stings. Uh-huh. So they devise another plot They make it like Ray is on the run from the police and took off after his bail money to go to Europe. They get Ray to call Steve and say, hey, I'm in Italy. We need to talk. This shit's going down with me. And Steve's like, "Uh, well, I can't go to Italy because I don't have a visa and I'm an Indian citizen. And so the FBI is like, oh, well, shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes, but I can go to Switzerland. Oh. So then they're like, okay, fine. Let's go to Switzerland. They like get all their shit and make their way to Switzerland. So they wire Ray all up and they get a hotel room. They've got a hotel room next to Ray's. I mean, they've got it all down. Right. And so he is like, Steve, you better get your ass here. This is, you know, I need you here. And Steve falls for it. So he goes to Switzerland and he decides to meet Ray at a restaurant because he's like, your hotel room? No, I'll go to a restaurant with you. So they talk for hours and nothing really comes up. But he does finally get Steve to go to the hotel room. He seems a little suspicious, but after hours of conversation, he finally gets Steve to admit that he was the one in on the murders. And they have what they need to arrest Steve Banerjee 
and he was arrested for the murder of Nick DeNoya, the plot to kill the two Chippendale alums, and all the fires at the club. Steve decides that he is going to plead guilty. Probably smart. Save ourselves, right? Like, yeah, you're on tape. You're on tape. Everybody knew there's plenty of motivation. There's plenty of motivation. I mean, they yeah. knew back in the day. They they all knew. There was a lady that worked for Nick, and she was like, the first second, she's like, it's Steve, you know? Yeah. Well, Steve was about to be sentenced to prison, and on October 23rd, 1994, Steve was found dead by hanging in his jail cell. Oh, how Jeffrey Epstein, Stein, <laughs> whatever. Epstein, you got it right this time. Did I? Yeah, And then you did. I second-guessed myself. No, I know. Damn you it. said Epstein first. You were good. Yeah, so he committed suicide. And that was the end of, of Steve. And as for Ray, Ray, it pays to play. He was sentenced to only 2.5 years and he was out of jail by 1996 and and you, you couldn't locate him i couldn't locate him no i there's i think he after so you know discovery did a, a whole like five or six episode series on this so if you want like a lot more details although i really did sum it up very nicely for you um, you could watch that. But if you do want to watch the guys, you can watch the TV show. Well, what's the status with the Chippendales now? Is there still a Chippendale? Okay. There's never was a Chippendale. It's okay, not Chip a Chippendale. It's a okay. Chippendale. It's okay, a Chip one word. Okay. So Chippendales was sold as a business. And yes, it is still ongoing and they still make money. I think they are a uh, fixture in Las Vegas. Oh, that's right. I already knew that. So if you want to go there and get your Chippendale on, um, I'm pretty sure it's probably very similar to how it was in the 80s and 90s. Um, It's just owned by a new company, and I'm pretty sure they're probably wildly successful still. Um, But that whole thing is so unfortunate. It is so crazily unfortunate because Steve did bring something new and bright and awesome to the world. (laughs) And Nick also had a big hand in making it something even better. And if greed and money and just really greed got to him, you know, it's like, just be happy that you're making fucking $13 million a year. Bananas. Or more, 30. I mean, it was like a lot of money, a lot of money. Well, you know, I think if you would like to um, take yourself to another one of those shows, I'm pretty sure you can do it in the Dallas area because I recall, as I do from watching so much reality television, that on, I believe it was the first season of the Dallas Housewives, they went to a show. And yeah. the and Brandy got in trouble because she was she acted a little extra. <laughs> yes, I do. There is 
<laughs> I think you're right. There is a um there was a club. I don't think there is anymore. Dallas Chippendales. Oh, it's it was they came here on tour 2020. Okay. Listen, before, is this but... weird? Also, you guys, I seriously can remember the craziest things about reality television. This week I was at a doctor's office. And I saw someone and you know how you're like, oh, I know who that person is. And it took me like a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, she was on Jeff Lewis's reality show on Bravo. Like, I don't think that show has been on the air for 10 years. Oh, my gosh. That long ago, Gretchen? Yeah, it's been off the air for a long time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and I could remember, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember she couldn't make up her mind. She just found her annoying, all this stuff. And then um, I literally could not find my car in the parking lot. Because <laughs> I never remember where I park. Oh, I my gosh. You remember so many other things. It's, it's an bananas. interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. So now everybody can enjoy Chippendales. Anybody can go. Men, women, trans, they, whatever. Do they serve good food there? They don't serve food. It's not no, like I'm you, not going if there's not snacks. Dude, you do not want like your your chicken fingers getting sweaty ball sweat on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good point. Or maybe you do. I don't know. It's like a little saucy. No. No? no I don't like no, no, no. Not into it? Not into it. Um. Yeah. So that's the story. The crazy story of the Chip and the Dale. Well, that is crazy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, crazy. Unfortunately, crazy. But yeah. fortunately, for fortunate for those two guys that were going to be stabbed in the ass with the syringe. Yeah. You know what happened to Steve? I think I didn't say this, but I'm going to say it now. He started doing a lot of blow. Yeah. And I think that makes you like crazy sometimes, like a little paranoid, a little like, you, you know, I just. Oh, yeah. It changes yeah. your. And greedy. Yeah. Psyche. It is very. This whole story reminds me very much so of all the drama that went down at Studio 54 with the breaking the fire codes, getting greedy. Oh, yeah. They were doing a lot of blow, too. I mean, they had everything. And they just couldn't see straight to keep the hot, the hottest club in town going. Yeah. It's yeah. unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Well, that's a WAP, girlfriend. Okay. And so on Thursday, coming right up, it's the case of Dorothy Stratton. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Dorothy Stratton. We're going to talk about um, a lot of things. Uh, Playboy, mm-hmm. which I have a lot of knowledge of because I've obviously watched um, all of the reality shows. Girls yes. Next Door, Holly's World, even read the, book. up, read the books, even been watching some Kendra's. Yeah. Gretchen Ser- and I were seriously. really obsessed with the Girls Next Door. Yeah. When that came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to have a discussion about that. And it's just a lot of interesting stuff has come out since people are kind of changing their tune about half since he, you know, died. Yeah. And also recently 
Peter Bogdanovich, who is a big part of the Dorothy Stratton thing, he just died too. When? And so everything is like surfacing like two weeks ago. Oh. Wow. So, uh, so there's a lot to talk about. It's yeah. going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. So if you haven't joined our Patreon, we do one bonus crime a month, which is what this one will be. And then we just talk on the other days about current stuff, current stuff in our lives, current crimes, all that kind of jazz. So um, it's five bucks a month and you can go to patreon.com forward slash housewives, a true crime. And that helps us, you know, pay for our editing and all the hoopla that it takes to run a business. So that definitely helps us, you guys. And if you don't follow us on Facebook and you're not in our Facebook group, it is pretty fun. So go there. It's Housewives of True Crime group. And uh, somebody gave me a suggestion to put our names of our episodes on our Instagram, which I have not done, but that is a great idea. So I'm going to say that. is a great that. suggestion. No. Guys, if you have suggestions, uh. you can... You can reach out anytime. We do have an email, housewivesatruecrime at gmail.com. And uh, we're on Instagram. You know, you can find us anywhere. Um, and I think that's it for today. If you haven't given us a review on Apple, please do so. And I did hear that Spotify is giving rev- or letting people review now podcasts. I tried to look and see, um, but I was unable to figure it out. So if you guys can figure it out and you listen on Spotify, then please uh, give us a good rating, if you will. Okay. All right. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.